babes welcome to quack chat the unofficial official anaheim ducks podcast yo guys girls babes thanks for being here thanks for taking time out of your busy day to to push play uh first of all we it's just me and tomcat today yeah it's gonna be a lean night (laughs) it's we're, we're keeping it lean uh and i think first things first we just want to apologize for the last two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> At least we all have mics this time. Me all two of us. Me and Tom can have mics. No one's going to bust through the door except maybe the homie Ch- Chewy, Cat, Tom's yep. Cat. Yep, I got a Bobcat living in the house. You know, keeping things safe. Uh, So, you know, I mean, we're this is going to be a little bit more official. Hopefully the, the quality is a little bit better. Uh, And we're not going to have a bunch of uh, drunk people raging in the background. So... And we're going to talk about hockey this time and not uh, <laughs> other things. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like we need to do a little disclaimer on the last episodes. Uh, a, a lot of the times we just stopped talking, but there was people talking. They just didn't have microphones. So if it just seemed like we didn't know what to say, uh, we apologize. Also, I think we lost all of our sponsors, sport clips and all that. They didn't they're like that. Yeah. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. And then, um, uh, TK, you want the good news or the bad news? I always hit bad news first. Hit me bad news first. Okay, the bad news is we <laughs> we lost a lot of bobbleheads out there. <laughs> we lost a lot of bobbleheads. The good news is one of them, <laughs> one of them made it back. He's missing an arm. He's got a crooked head. And there was literally, you know, when you take a styrofoam box that and you can just crumple it up, and it goes into little tiny pieces of popcorn. Oh, yeah. My entire room looked like that when I woke up because the pig barber came in at who knows what time. Yeah, just just crumpling up your – oh, man. Okay, so we're watching the Kings-Vegas uh, game. King Toffoli. Totally score. God, I hate both these teams so much, but we, we definitely need Vegas to win here. That'd be great. So this is the second – to give you an idea, this is the second game – of the back-to-backs, which is kind of weird. So stupid. That's so weird. And uh, I didn't watch. I only watched a little bit of uh, That, that looked like night. Ducks defense right there. Just a nice little turnover in the offensive zone. <laughs> running into each other. Toffoli just wide open in front of that. Oh. England. Oh, Spiza. What do you know? Oh, sp- hey. We know how to raise them. You know? Yeah, we do. Those Ducks defensemen, we know how to raise them. Yeah, so we're back from Vegas. We're feeling good. We are going to get official again. We're going to get official, and we have a good uh, – I was talking to Jaybird today, too. I think what we're going to do is we're going to – when we do meet, we're going to meet and try to record, like, three or four podcasts at one time, possibly. Oh, wow. And then release them every other week. But if there's something that's, like, obviously, like, playoffs or – we want to try to get a lot of episodes recorded before the off season, so we can kind of, like, trickle them out during the off season. you know what I mean? Just so people have – so you guys can – the off season is the worst, man, when there's no hockey on, so we're going to try to – have you guys listen to something? Um, I mean, we don't. E- <laughs> we these days we don't even talk about hockey too much. True. We so. might just change the podcast during the off season to uh, fashion or something. Uh, yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? I I, mean, I I came to Tom's hat with a bucket hat on. I'm bringing those yeah. back. Camo. Camo bucket hat. And apparently, we came up with our own Yeezys mm. uh, last episode. We so did. season seven, quack chats. Let's go. Yo, so let's dive into it. Um, so we are fresh off the the trade deadline, 
for those of you who are av- avid Ducks followers, I'm sure you were following along uh, on Monday pretty uh, pretty closely. Um, for those of you who don't know too much about hockey, obviously the trade deadline is exactly what it sounds like. Is you know the the league institutes a rule that says okay this uh, this date is the last day teams can make trades with each other, pick up new players, um, essentially finalizing their roster before kind of heading into the postseason. Um, usually the trade deadline is is a time where teams take a good hard look in the mirror and see where there's holes um, and try to plug those holes, especially if they're, uh, you know, a contender or trying to make a deeper playoff run, um, trying to sh- uh, shore up their their lines and their uh, – uh you know, their team kind of before heading into the playoffs. So that's kind of what the trade de- deadline is. Um, really, really active. There's some cool names out there this year. Um, Rick Nash, McDonough, uh, Vander Kane, Eric Carlson was being talked about a lot um, and ended up not getting moved. Um, Jason Chimera, <laughs> who the Ducks picked up. You oh, huge name. A <laughs> huge name uh, 15 years ago. Um so there was there there's some good action. We we're gonna kind of jump into kind of what the Ducks did, our feelings on it, um, just kind of our perspective, and then uh, uh, so we're I kind of wanted to start it. So we we picked up Jason Chimera, um, longtime Capitals player, um, is where I most remember him from, um, and then uh, we picked up Chris Kelly, who was the captain of the Canadian uh, Olympic team. Uh, so those were our two pickups. Uh, we lost uh, Wagner um, in the deal for Jason Chimera. Um, so we're essentially we essentially swapped out, uh, you know, fourth line winger is essentially what we did. Um, I think reactions were pretty mixed um, from Ducks fans, at least on Twitter, which is where I spent most of my day. But um, I think reactions were kind of mixed. P- a lot of people were obviously ups- uh, were upset that. Uh, Bob Murray, our general manager, didn't um, go in on some of the other bigger names. Um, so Evander Kane is a great example. Ev- Evander Kane ended up going to the Sharks, which freaking sucks for us. Uh, you hate to see somebody like that go to a division rival. But um, Evander Kane ends up going to the Sharks for, I think, like a, a first-round pick or and a second-round pick or something like that. Um, but, but just a couple of picks, and that's really all it took to get Evander Kane there. Um, so um, I know me and BJ's were talking a little bit, and BJ's was – I think that was the one where he's like, "Hey, like I'm cool with not, you know, making a ton of moves, but if if all it took was a couple picks to get a Vander Kane, like that seems like something that could have been done, um, especially because one of the picks were conditional on him re-signing with the team that picked him up. So, worst case scenario, we picked him up for, you know, this next month and a half, and if we make the playoffs for the, our, our, you know, our our time in the playoffs, and he doesn't produce, then we just kind of let him walk." Um, and that only, you know, we only give up that second round pick. So that that seemed like one that I was like, okay, directly I, directly affects us. Yeah, it sucks because he went somewhere that you know to a team we don't want him to go to. But then also like he actually went for way way cheaper, way less than I thought. Yeah, he was gonna go for. I was like, agreed. That would have been a nice help, um, for us. Anyway, um, absolutely. But so Tomcat, what were your what were your overall reactions on the trade deadline? Uh, I was pretty quiet in the Ducks camp. But, I mean, were you stoked with it? Not stoked with it? What what are you what are you feeling? Well, you said that you know there was mixed reviews from Ducks fans overall on Twitter. Mm-hmm. 
there wasn't mixed reviews from Islanders fans, I'll tell you that much, because they all <laughs> said, goodbye. Yeah. Islanders fan here. Yeah, he sucks now. Sorry. Yeah, that was <laughs> he, all everyone, that was you so know, good. and most of them were pretty nice about it, actually, too, in a way that, like, hey, we kind of feel bad for you that you got this trade, but um, I don't know. The weird I thing with the Chimera trade, so here's here's where I just, it didn't make sense to me, is, so so Wagner was, um. We would have to, he was a UFA. We would have to re we would have to re-sign him at the end of the year if we wanted to keep him. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Jason Chimera. J- Jason Chimera will be a free agent at the end of this year, and I'm 99% sure we won't re-sign him. Um, so we essentially just kind of swapped two players that, at the end of the day, both of them would whoever we even if we kept Wagner, he would have been gone at the end of this year anyway. Um, so so it's a wa- it's it's a wash after. Th- after this season, after but April, what? Yeah. yeah, what is, what does that mean in the meantime? Is, yeah, our question. So Bob Murray essentially said he wa- we wanted to get faster. And Chimera has been known to be a pretty speedy guy, but he's thirty eight. I you know the speed, the speed now is is probably adequate to what Wagner was doing, and Chimera yeah. was is more expensive. Not that we really care about the cap right now because it's he's going to come off the books at the end of the year. But it just didn't make any like I I still don't really understand. I think it might have just been like they keep using this term, which really does kind of piss me off. But like a a culture thing or a locker room thing, like veteran leadership. Like I don't know how many freaking veterans we need to have veteran leadership. But um, the move didn't really make sense to me. Like like I don't think Jason Chimera brings anything crazy different to the to the team. Than Wagner does as- aside than yeah from like a ton of experience because he's obviously older and he's played in the league for a long time, but from a production perspective like I don't he's had yeah. he has two goals this year, <laughs> you know yeah and I mean Wagner I mean, wasn't wa- yeah no, Wagner yeah wasn't but Wags anything. was uh, one of the if not the depending on the time uh, leading hitter in yeah. the league he's second in the league right now yeah so uh, that's something. That agreed. I mean, that would have been nice for to get Kane for. You know, he's a grinder. But yep, I don't know. I think we we were more confused about this. It doesn't. I don't think, like you said, that it makes a big difference either way. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully, we're wrong. Yeah. Hopefully, the dumpster, the dumpster dive works out. Yeah, I think. Um. So this is this is one of the, this is one of the trade deadlines. First of all, like again, if you're not. If you haven't followed the Ducks for a long time, Bob Murray generally doesn't make moves, or he makes very small moves like this during the deadline. Mm -hmm. Um, The Ducks are are really known for their drafting ability um, and development skills. We're always in the. We always seem to be kind of in the mix on Mm -hmm. talking. There's rumors, but I think that you know, Bob just. He he doesn't take the high rollers. He you know he's just a right. low baller. Well, wh- what I can appreciate at least this year is, I guarantee you, if we were in conversations with some of the bigger names, you know, whatever, of uh, uh, Vander Kane, Eric Carlson, McDonough, Nash, even if we were in those conversations, um, I think the same thing was with kind of Matt Duchesne at the end of the earlier this year, um, is. If you're gonna, if you're going to to go after those high roller players, um, 
usually what teams want in return, especially if they're getting rid of somebody who's been in the league a long time, is actually good. They, you know, the Colorado, Colorado Avalanche sold Matt Duchesne when his stock was the highest that it probably w- could be, right? Is yeah. Came off a really good year, still real young. Um, he obviously had a pretty big contract, so that was maybe a downside for some people. But essentially what the Avs wanted in return is like, hey, we want really good prospects. We want really good picks. We want, and it's, uh, you know, some NHL-ready re- players. And I think what Bob Murray said is, I'm not going to finance our future. I'm not going to get rid of Steele and Larson and Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to get rid of those guys that we have down in our our um, you know AHL team because, um, or in you know, our prospect pool. I mean, and that's why we didn't end up ever doing a Fowler deal. Exactly. On the opposite side, right? Yeah, exactly. Which, so c- which right now we're thanking the good Lord for that one. Yeah, I and I think like that's something that I can actually appreciate. Like I would rather have those prospect guys um in our pool now and keep them there. And Absolutely, and because we do such a good job of that. That's the yeah. one thing we always say, you know, you look back at our at our picks and how we develop players and it's like they yeah. turn into Raquel's. But here's here's the issue though, and here's where I have a, a problem with it historically with the ducks in general. So if you look uh, look what I mean last year we went pretty deep, right? You look at the other four years before that where we win the div- you know we won the division people are you know the ducks are probably favored or they're like should be coming out of the west it was that time if bob murray was going to say okay we got to go all in and we got to make a run at it absolutely that's when he should have done it it's too late now he missed he missed yes the, he missed the the window and i'm not saying that our our cup window was closed but essentially what and we talked about this a little bit on another podcast the thing that pisses me off the most is you hear people in the front office talking about we want to win now, you know, uh, Getzloff, Perry, Kessler, none of those guys are getting younger, right? Uh, so no. And if you want to win now, you have to be willing to make a move. You look, Just look at the Penguins, man. I mean, I don't know what their prospect pool looks like a whole lot, but they're not afraid to make a move. They're not afraid to go get people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what happened is, is like, I think Ducks fans need to start getting ready for, you know, a couple years of us, like, just kind of being middle of the road. Yeah, because I agree. You know and because I mean? we, you know, we got to clarify, too, all these big names that we're talking about, you know, besides Kane, because we think that that was kind of a, that was a good deal for him. Uh, we weren't pushing for any of that because we don't need all those guys are high profile players, but they're not getting any any younger either. Exactly. You know, so we we can't we're not making a run for the cup and need a Nash. You know, right? Uh, well, that's what's that's what's funny is I mean, you look at other sporting franchises too, where people get rid of, um, not to knock on the Angels because I'm sure there's Angels fans. Whoa, <laughs> uh, listening, but Uh-oh. uh. They kind of did something similar, you know, when they got uh, Josh Hamilton, Albert Pujols, uh, the freaking pitcher, C.J. Wilson, and they offered these guys max money, and they had to get rid of a bunch of young guys. I don't know if they were any good, but they got a bunch of young guys, and then what happens is when those guys don't pan out, now you don't have any prospect pool. You're paying max money for these dudes who aren't performing. I mean, Perry is the fucking case in point. 
He's getting paid $8.6 million, um, has 12 goals this year. Um, and honestly, every time I watch him play, just l- he's just lazy. And you have two or three of those guys like that on the so team. So lazy. You have two or three of those kind of players on the team. Um, and then you don't have a prospect pool underneath you. Like you're just that's when you start turning. Okay, we might be cup contenders, playoff to like s- you're going to spend years in the basement. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm okay with Bob Murray not making a move. What I think people don't want to admit yet is, I mean, if you look on paper, just look at the names on our roster. And Bob Murray said this is like we should be able to win with the guys we have now, and I agree with him. Yeah, you well, know what I mean? yeah, I mean. <laughs> Absolutely. Two years. Would you take a two or three year old, uh, you know, Sylph, Perry, three years ago? Yeah. Um, is that when he was good? Dude, I mean, well, last so last yeah. playoffs, right? Like, in oh the yeah, in the playoffs is when he you know, smoke showed. He, everybody, yeah, and right? he made. Yeah, and um, y- yeah, he definitely. Both of those guys, They're actually, the they playoffs. yeah, they both show up in the playoffs, and people forget that they're just like lagging in the season but uh yeah i i don't know i completely agree with you but the if we're th- looking at being mediocre for the next few years mm-hmm. then i mean we're not going to win a, another cup with with our three top guys not 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 how they're performing right now yes. and i think that's what i'm trying to say is like hey if our guys whatever happens step up yeah Exactly. Or we're just going to be pretty basic for a few years while while our amazing prospects mm-hmm. that we have in the system step up and get groomed. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because I I mean, someone I think you just read it before th- before we started, but um, you know we have the opportunity here pretty shortly for the lines to be looking like Getzloff, uh, Rax, Perry. Kessler, Silverberg, Cogliano, uh, Richie, Kasha, Rico, um, and then Jones, Steele, and Terry. You know, yeah. And that I mean that's that's a solid that's a solid four lines, but it's only solid only if solid if they're if they're performing to the potential exactly. And Perry, Silverberg, Cogliano, th- Kessler. I mean Kessler's hurt, but Kessler Kessler's not a hundred percent. Obviously, yeah. Do you think that? He will be again, dude. I, I don't know what it is with us, but it seems like every time one of our dudes has has surgery, there's some sort of complication. Remember yeah. with Rax and his appendix or whatever the hell he had to have, he came back and then had to get go back out again for another couple weeks or whatever it was because it didn't heal right. I'm like, dude, are, are they going to Tijuana to do these surgeries or? <laughs> it's like ridiculous. So, I don't know if they're trying to rush him. B- if they were trying to rush him back. With the first half of a season that we had, is like, dude, let him fucking sit out. We're trash. Like, yeah, let him rest, man. Know. Let him get healthy. Let him get a hundred percent. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, a lot of the time we see in the background that players want to come back as soon as possible because, which I understand. They, yeah, and you know, he obviously seems like someone that tough as nails like I want to be pl- he would have probably played earlier I don't know oh I, I but uh, yeah I totally agree with you that who who knows who knows what's happening but here's our a th- dudes yeah. are our dudes get injured um we won't <laughs> and we were we were unlucky this year with that I mean real bad real real bad yeah especially right after you know Eve showed up for us at the 
you know, right. last year. Yeah. And then we're literally reaping no benefit totally from that. Totally. And, w- and hopefully you didn't mention them in the lines, but yeah, I mean, there's yeah, talk about right. him playing next year. Hope, which you would know, be rad. Pray to God that he does. Yeah. Yep. No, dude, I, you're right. And I think the, um, the thing that I, I like about Kessler is, um, and we've talked about this too, is okay, healthy or not, even when he is healthy, let, let's just say he's not on the score sheet. I mean, one of his primary objectives is, hey, I we need you to stop their best dude. When we play Absolutely. The, when we play Oilers, you have McDavid, right? Absolutely. When we play the Penguins, you have to get Crosby. Yep. So from a, a performance perspective, it's hard to say, like, oh, this guy's not scoring 30 goals. A, he's never been that guy. Um, he's always been the guy who's like, I'm gonna work harder than anybody else on the ice. I'm gonna shut down this this you know this opposing. And that was superstar. everybody. That was everybody in the Ducks side, uh, talking about Sylph. You know, we were on that thread yeah, for a false. little bit um, on Reddit. It, he's so he's not a Kess. No, that's what. Oh, he's his two way game is he's worth five mil or whatever. No, hundred percent not. First of all, his two way game. Is only one way right now, and is defensive, and it's really not even that good because he's not doing shit offensively. Yeah. S- secondly, is you can't say because you know they have the you know Silverberg, Cogs, and Kessler are whatever we call them the shutdown line, right? That's usually what like Ducks fans call that line is the shutdown line because they're always usually paired up against the other team's best line. But the thing is, is you can't you can't just say all three of them then don't need to score or don't need to to contribute offensively at all because they're, you know, they're the shutdown line or a good defensive like that. That's stupid. So only we're only focused on one or two other lines to, to produce like, because they, they were scoring before. (laughs) That's why it's, uh, it's an argument that true. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Cause I I don't know if it's a mental thing, man, or what it is, but, um, but you ready for a hot take? I'm always ready for a hot take. Here's my hot take. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna throw out a prediction, which I love doing. Okay. Um, I think and sh- peop- and just so people can just get pissed, get so pissed and talk crap. Yeah. So I think we trade Silverberg uh, in the off season. Um, right now he's worth three point seven million. Uh, or we're paying him three point seven million. He is under contract with us for the next season, 2018, 2019. After the end of that season next year. He would be a UFA. As a UFA, he would probably want, especially at that time, th- around that five million dollar mark. Yeah. Um, I mean, I want that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. I would love that. It, if my bosses are listening, five mil. Five mil. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Maybe even four point seven five. So I think I think for his value, I'm, and this is really bad for me to say, but and not, it's not bad. I kind of hope. I mean, I hope we make the playoffs. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're a contender. I don't think we're gonna go very deep. But I hope we make the playoffs, and he has another playoff. Oh yeah, I knew like where you're going. You with know, this. he has another playoff. So uh, then we get, then we do a sell high scenario. We just need his stock to get up there because yep. right now it's 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 not where it could have been. You know, absolutely. Um, but then you're you're in it at catch twenty two because it's like, oh fuck, maybe he found it. Like, let's keep him for this last year. You know, yeah. So it's hard. It's a hard. I mean, it's a hard business. I get it, but I'm I'm a hundred percent. I would do. Yeah, I would do that. I mean, that's what the stars did with us, right? With right. The right with Eves. Eves so came off a huge season. We, yeah. we grabbed him, and he helped us. Yeah, but totally. 
Just bad the, luck. The, yeah. Just that's, bad luck. Yeah. And hopefully he's doing better with that. I know he's skating. Which so, is great. Which is awesome. Yeah, I really, I, I think, oh, ooh, Perone, Perone just, just <laughs> took a face shot. <laughs> face the to the ice. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't, I would really like to not offload any more or any of our prospects. Um, I'd love to keep all of them. And I, here's, here's another thing like that. I think Bob Murray even said, he says, we should be able to win with the team that we have now. And I agree. And if you can think and imagine the best news in the world for any Ducks fans out there is we have about ten and a half million dollars coming off the books this year. Two of which being, three of which being, BX oh, talk, talk to me, talk to me. BXA, Bosch, Vermet are all done. I mean, they're all UFAs, right? So we'd have to offer yep. them new contracts. Which, if Bob Murray does that, then it would be time to s- like sincerely question his his job. Absolutely. Like, um, but B- BXA, Bosch, Vermet are three people coming off the books. Um, so we already w- got rid of Wags. Yeah, we already got rid of Wags. And there's a lot of other people. I mean, Chimera will come off. Chris Kelly will come off. Um, so there's... I'm already ready to get rid of them, too. Yeah, exactly. I haven't even seen him play yet. <laughs> um, we'll give him a chance. Yeah, but there, there, there's a lot of money coming off the books, which is great. You're still going to keep the core that we have, and we're going to hopefully bring up some young prospects, actually get some NHL time. If Perry, Sylph, Cogs, Richie, I mean... If we can just play to the potential that those guys should be playing at, the potential that they are getting paid to play at, well, we're in good shape. Yes, but we come back to this every time. Number one, Perry. Number one, Perry. Because it, yeah, what you were saying is about Kess. Even if he's not healthy, you know he's still trying to go a hundred percent, and every he time. is, and he still has that two way game. Perry <laughs> liability defensively. He's yes. Yeah. And off I, I don't know. I mean there You know what's sad is he's the th- he's on the team, he's the third leading points person on our team. Yeah. And he only has twelve goals, so he's 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 got some helpers. But that's also because Rax is about to drop thirty th- again this year. Yeah. You know oh I mean? and congrats on the Hattie Rax. Oh bro. What a what a gem. You that keep guy doing is. you, bro. I, I you know. If, if we can't say hit, one bad thing about ever, that guy. Ever. Besides, guy. maybe he should shave that mustache thing that he has sometimes. Let it go, bro. Let it grow. I know. I was just kidding. I love it. Um, I had I had a coach always tell me, and it stuck with me because it's true, is there's really two things that you can control when you play any sport, is your attitude and your effort. Like you're not gonna get you're not gonna get good bounces, right? You just am I blowing your mind? That's bro? a truth bomb. Am I just? Wow. But what I'm saying, like honestly, like if you absolutely that's, Ke- that's Kessler, bro. Like yes, he's he goes well, hard. Yeah. He gets he ba- talked about it with his dad. Like his dad never like was like how many goals did you score? Exactly. How you know how many assists did you get? What's your points? It's it's I like that back check that you did. That back check. You know what I mean? That's what he said in his yeah. his players' tribute. Yeah. But it's true. It's like, look, when you're playing a game like this, obviously goals are important. Assists are important. Points are important. Um, but you can't control them a lot of the time. But what you can control is working hard, being in the right place at the right time, and that's when good things happen. The thing that Perry just seems like Perry's done is he just kind of meanders. Yes. And, and, I'm like, and before somebody comes back with the argument, oh, well, he is the third 
Uh, oh, um, God. Yeah, this Kobe just oh, scored three to one. A dirty. <laughs> dirty. Okay. Um, I feel like this is Joe Rogan when they're watching something, but people can't see it, you know? That's okay. Kobe yeah. Torn just Joe Rogan's. Yeah. across the crease and roof this thing. Wow. It was pretty damn tasty. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, before Paired? someone comes back. Oh, yeah. Before com- someone comes back and is like, oh, well, he, he still produ- he has 12 goals, but like you said, like he's our th- is a third on the team right now. Yeah, he's third in our, on our team yeah. points. Um, s- so was, I mean, so was Maroon. So was right. Penner. So, you know. So so were these guys that were plugged in on the on the top line. Well, you know what? It's just so funny you say that because I remember us talking about that with Penner, with Richie when he got some first line time. Yep. With uh, um, it was, hey, like, of course these guys are doing good. They're playing with Perry and they're playing with Getzlaff. Yeah, they're playing with Perry and Getzlaff. And now we're saying the same thing about Perry. He's like, oh yeah, well he's playing with Getzlaff and Raquel. Exactly. <laughs> but it's so true. It is. Well, if you're with Getz, you're gonna. I mean, Dude's he just puts the biscuit right in the They should the just put his number in the rafters tomorrow. Yeah. Just hang it up. All yeah. Right. Because even when he, and he does go through cold streaks, uh, you know, sometimes at the beginning of the season, whatever. But, yeah. man, he but he at least ca- absolutely I feel like turns it around. I feel like he at least cares, though. He does care. And I know Perry does care, but it just seems like he does it. And I think that's just what pisses me off. <laughs> Like, like gets off. You'll see him like get frustrated. But I, you know, what's so weird is everyone talks about, and you do see like Perry with his, you know, rituals and his whatever and his seriousness and whatever, and he does care so much. But yeah, not when it comes to moving his feet. Dude. I don't know. We can go. We can talk all day about this, and Dude, I feel Jay like we we come yeah. up. It's either Perry moving his feet or BX of putting it up the middle. Or just leaving you fix somebody those two wide things. open. Yeah. In front of oh, them. yeah, yeah. But that's... Yeah. Yeah, si- similar. But, yeah, I, I do Jaybird. Every time we go to a game and we're watching warm-ups and Perry's doing his thing, separating all the pucks in front of the net, everybody's just kind of waiting for him. Jaybird literally just ha- like starts having a physical meltdown. He, be- because yeah. he's just like, bro, stop doing it. It's not working. The other dudes are better than you, and they want to practice. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Yeah, maybe just... Calm tr- down, bro. <laughs> he needs. He does need to calm down. He does. He's a, you know, Jaybird's just a crazy man. Crazy. But bro. maybe Paris just should just try something new. But it, I, dude, I agree with him. It's like, dude, like, I don't know. I don't know what separates him from other people and why I have like this visceral reaction with him. But it's, you are getting paid to score. That's what you get. Gets off paid to be a playmaker i feel like he kind of his role is like i'm gonna set people up he's always dropping sick assists right um and and to lead the locker room yeah and obviously and when he sucks it in and rips it too though i mean gets off no schmuck like i mean he's got absolutely got a cannon right yes and rax has been amazing um i just i don't understand if Perry's just like, is is there an adjustment that needs to be made? Does he need to just hit the freaking gym? Like, does he need to be on the like? I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes with like what it what is. I honestly, you his know, mental just collapsed, bro. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't for know everybody, what, I don't know what the whole coaching staff and the whole back yeah. officer like. What are the meetings that 
are being had with them. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But, but uh, that I'd love to see that. So Perry and Getzloff obviously signed pretty pretty identical deals. Um, they're with us through the 2020-2021 season, um, but both of them have no movement clauses, so they can't be traded. So like even people who are like, we should trade Perry, can't. Um, you'd obviously have to get him to waive uh, that trade clause if someone was serious enough to um, get rid of him. I I think I'm I'm pretty close to being there if I'm being honest. Um I don't know. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um I think he'll he'll at least be with us through the 2021 season, but um it's hard it's hard to say like oh, he's not any good anymore, but um I think next season will be interesting. I think next season is really the season where we have to take a good hard look at what he's doing. Um and if it's worth the conversation to say, like, hey, you need to start thinking about waving this, this no move. I know that's crazy, but mm, it's not that crazy. You can't keep paying someone 8.6 to score 12 goals a season. No, you, you just, just can't. can't. You can't. And it's and it's not like this is his first season. This isn't just right. a fluke season. Yeah, playoffs he did he did a lot better than the previous playoff. The the not this last playoffs, but two playoffs ago where he was horrendous. And then it led into a season where, like, okay, he's going to bounce back. Didn't play that great in the regular season. And then last playoffs, he actually did pretty pretty darn well. So we were like, all right, here we go. He's going to – and then just just not not doing what he's supposed to be doing. So we'll see. I don't want to talk about Perry anymore. No. Gets me pissed. Yeah. What I do want to talk about, and we talked about this on episode one, bro. If you want to go back to listen to episode one, it's just TK, but – I'm I'm coming back full circle because I want you guys <laughs> to understand this, okay? Episode one was during the expansion draft, right before it happened. And I broke down what I think we should do in that expansion draft. In the expansion draft that I wanted, how I wanted to, um, you know, who the players we wanted to protect and yada, 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 we would essentially have left Vermette or Wagner exposed. Oh, man. Wagner, who we just got rid of, apparently, because we d- think Jason Schmier is better, which is whatever. That's a f- we can have that argument later. So we ended up getting rid of Theo and find me one person who wouldn't want to have Theo on the ice right now, um, given our defensive freaking just issues that we've had all year. Um, but we would have kept Theo, which I think... I really didn't want to lose him, um, so we we keep we, we would have kept Theo. Obviously, we would still have Stoner here, but we probably would have got rid of him somehow, some other way. I would I would assume. Um, oh man! But um, we would we would have not protected Vermette or Wagner, so one of them would have been gone. Um, I I just don't I think. Th- what happened was I think people kind of overthought the expansion draft. I think GMs were like trying to, they were trying to make side deals because they, they felt like they had more control over the situation that way versus just like leaving people exposed and like, okay, well let's see who Vegas picks. They start making these, these side deals because they feel like, okay, at least I can kind of control the situation and then I can build from there. Um, I don't know. So Seattle has a team. They're talking about doing an expansion that's the same or better 
for the new Seattle team because they came to the pot with an extra 250 million. I think they came with like 750 million. Um, I think that's right. You should fact check that. But I'm sure someone will and they'll call you out. Yeah, probably. But here's the thing is that expansion draft, which is a case in point for this fucking Vegas team, is I think it's one of the wor- it was just one of the worst things. I get you want the expansion team to be competitive in their first season. This Vegas team, and if you even go down that roster, the people that they got out of this expansion draft is absolutely ridiculous. I think the reason, part of the reason why they're so successful is because nobody has film on them from last year. No one really knows, you know, when you play someone, when you play someone, you know, once or twice in a season, you do some prepping, you know, before the game or whatever, but you're not doing like real deep analysis and strategy and stuff like that. I'm going to call it out right now. I think people are like, oh, man, Vegas is going to go real far. Oh, shit. Oh. Yo, the ending uh, bro him just started in the middle of. I like that. <laughs> Sorry. Because it was Dude, right when you were about to drop the. I think people are. <laughs> I think people say that uh, Vegas is going to go far. But bro, someone's ears just got blasted. They're gonna be heated. <laughs> I love this. I'll, I'll I'll delete it. I'll delete it, or I'll turn it down at least. Um, no, nah, just keep it as is. Just keep just it shock loud as hell. Just cars, just blaring out car stereos. Um, I don't think Vegas is gonna go as far because I think once once they get into a, a, a five game series, seven game series, people are gonna ha- you know other opposing teams are gonna get real serious about how they match up and. Well, and honestly, I was gonna say that about they they do not look good tonight. True, <laughs> but well, they also have their backup goal. I think Flurry's yeah, yeah. huge. I, he's yeah. having a great year. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I think they're actually gonna have trouble in the playoffs. And going down their list too, I think it's one thing. These guys are. These guys are having career years too. It's like a it's it's like a perfect alignment of totally. Well, that's I bring mean, it back full circle, uh, yeah, bro. Like yeah, we had Wild Bill, right? We had Wild Bill Carlson. Oh yeah, and everybody's like, oh, we let him go for James Wisniewski. Wisniewski, oh, played who's eight games for us. Yeah, and he's doing great on our team right now, isn't he? Oh yeah. Uh, for for people who don't get the joke, he doesn't play with us anymore, and we get rid of Brown. Yeah, Perone was great. He was a rental, but he was great. I would have really loved to resign him. Yep. But here's the thing is, like, Wild Bill is now getting a ton of playing minutes, which he, he was kind of buried in our fourth line, not seeing the ice too much. But everybody knew he had some decent, like, really good potential because he was kind of like a little mini racks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it was kind of, at that time, you know, that was 2015, I believe. So at that time, we were looking pretty, yeah, pretty primo because we were feeling good about who we had, and then who we also st- had coming up in the system. We were, we had yep. a bunch of good players. So, yep. but now looking back, oh, we could use them right now. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. Third leading scorer in the league. Yeah, I'll take that. Not bad. That would have been nice, you know, for a team that doesn't score a whole bunch, like us. Remember um, when Corey used to. Never mind. Oh, yeah. When Corey Perry's score. I do remember that. Damn, Minnesota just railed St. Louis 8-3. to three. Yikes. Um, yo, let's talk uh, real quick about... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> 
about uh, some pet peeves. Do you want to pick one that you like the best? Uh, should we get a special? We, should we get too. a special guest for the pet peeves? Dude, let's get a special guest. Let's get a special guest. Oh, just sit, sit next well, to Tomcat. Well, you got to give her a nickname, though. Well, I think we should get Keeves Pet Peeves going. Keeves Pet I think pe- it's going to be damn. a new thing. That's legit. It's Keeves Pet Peeves. And we got a lot, um, but this is this is one of them. And we got to set some context, too. So, yeah, so Keeves. Introduce Keeves, bro. Yeah. So, she's my roommate. <laughs> uh, and then we also are married. And friends with benefits. Yeah, that's what exactly. Okay. And she, I don't know. She has a pet peeve that that works out perfectly because we all agree, and I think it could actually make it could have made the difference, all of the difference. Oh yeah, in our season. Lo- long-term hockey fan has some loose connections to Timu. <laughs> Does you know what I mean? Yeah, she uh, she uh, almost babysat Bosch's children. Let's go, <laughs> let's go, and. <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't know. Keeps I think you she remember you right into it. Yeah. All right, give her the that mic. You can be right on top of it too. Okay, cool. Wow, your voice is so nice on the Woo! radio, bro. Got my radio voice going. <laughs> so good. So good. Choosing to come hang out too. Or so should indie. I say like, "What's up, Ducks Nation"? Let's go. <laughs> is yeah. That, is that too cheesy? No. Okay, Ducks okay. Nation for sure. Okay, Keeves pet peeves. I've got one. Go. It's a good one too, cause it's it's so bad, as Trav would say, so bad or so like bad. so bad, so something bad. like that. Here's my pet peeve. Here's the scoop, guys. The Ducks every time they go into overtime, they lose. Every time. Every time. Trash. <laughs> I always tell T that I'd almost rather have them lose just in the regular game because. If they go to OT, I know they're going to lose mm-hmm. and we're going to have to watch another 20 minutes of hockey <laughs> and it's going to be it's going to end in a lose. And if it goes to shootout, then it's even worse. Even worse. Because I know we're going to lose in the shootout. And the other night's game with that, you know, 14 back and forth. Oh yeah. And we lost in the end. It just it was almost and then the one time, remember when Richie actually made one? <laughs> that was classic, yes. and 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 Tom was like, yes. Tom was like, that boy or something like that. that. Like boy. he actually, you know, he Hilarious. he made the difference that one time. But overall, I would say Keeves' pet peeves is that we don't win in OT, and we yeah. definitely are horrible yeah. at shootout. We, I think Keeves, I think you looked it up. I think we're the worst in the league this year, right? We are the worst in the league. In OT and this year. That's 12. 12, 12 games. games. Uh, second is the Canes and Sabres, and they both have 11. See, anytime you're being <laughs> oh compared gosh. to the Hurricane and the Sabres, you're you're in bad news. Keys, who's, yeah. your, who's your favorite player right now? Is it who I think it is? Yeah, Raquel, for yeah, sure. I always, mean, always. He, he shares a set, you know, number 67 with Tom. Right. And um, he lives close to our, to close to us. We think he actually lives like straight up, like in the complex, like or not yeah. the complex, but the community. home community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
a solid one minute from us. So we just, you know, we try and just stock at Starbucks. Oh, so and you go to Albertsons Go a lot. to the center, <laughs> you know, kind of check it out. I told you I saw Rax and Lindholm at the Chipotle at the Bluffs. <laughs> so good. Dude, they literally thought I was a serial killer. No way. I saw them. I saw them walk in a good 20, 30 feet ahead of me. Right, they're walking in Chipotle, and I was like, "That's that's them." Like I could just tell it was them. And I walk in, and they're sitting there, and they were with it was them two, and then one other like one girl who was with Lynn Home, maybe Lynn Home's girl or sister. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who the girl was, <laughs> but it was those two. And I walk into Chipotle. They're in the line. There's no one else in line. Oh my! And God. I walk up, and I just like. Just fanboy? Fanboy. Full fanboy. Fanboy it up? Full fanboy. I'm like, yo, <laughs> boys, like, it's me, it's Travis. <laughs> you like, if you checked out my podcast, oh my I always, gosh. you know, bash on Richie. I don't bash on you. Never bash on you guys. So good. The, uh, the uh, It was that summer, too, I had actually gone to Sweden. Oh, my God. So I had some, like, conversation. You, yeah, you had you had a common ground. I was like, yo. Just got, I just got back from Stockholm, da, da, and they're like, "Oh, what'd you like?" Da, 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 and I was like, "So good." Tanning beds everywhere. I was hyped on it. You know. Oh what I mean? my gosh, they that's so good. They were hyped on me at the end, but they, it took some warming up. I'll be honest. You could tell they're like at first, were like, "Uh, <laughs> just let me sign something and get it out of here." You know. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, that's my pet peeves, and I did. Tom Tom jokes that I did get close to trying to babysit Bosch's kids. It wasn't that close. Hey. But let's just say I was at the park with the family that I nanny for. Right. And Bosch's nanny was at the park with Bosch's kids. There we go. And, you know, I, you know, we chatted. We chatted about, you know, nanny life and what it's like to work. They seemed like great kids and a great family, though. So that's kind of cool. Dude, I, you could tell he's a stand-up dude. Yeah. Like, so that was pretty neat. But... I didn't end up working. Didn't end up getting that job. Hey, maybe post retirement. You can never know. Something out. Do you want to know a little secret though? Let's go. That I just heard. Yeah. You know our boy Ace Lay, who was just on the last podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He played, or he was serving, helping out uh, a friend at the ch- at a charity golf tournament. Right. Guess who was the worst golfer? Oh, Perry. Bosch by far. Uh, that makes what? sense. That makes sense. Really? You think he'd be a bad golfer? I think what's hard is like, I feel like hockey and golf are so... Uh, They're not actually that similar? Or no. Something? I don't. Really? So it's not Happy Gilmore? Bro, so I, it I, is not I legit Happy just started Gilmore. getting into golf. Like, I'm going to golf tomorrow. Dude, golf is good. Dude, it's fun. But I grew up playing baseball. Do you right? work? <laughs> nah. Taking that PTO. But yo, oh, there you go. Well, you're making five mil now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm taking my vacation days. No, so but good. like it's it's literally the most frustrating sport because it actually is really hard. But I it's think so hard. when you play another sport, you bring that tendency to the golf. Mm. And golf is like this finesse game. Yes. And you try to like take a slapper off the tee. It's not going gonna to go haywire. It's going haywire, bro. It's <laughs> not going to. The force, yeah. <laughs> the strength of what you would need in hockey is not the Happy Gilmore no. where you get the hole in one. No. It's not the same. No. Okay. But who is the best? Um, mm. I'm going to go. Do you know who the best is? No, I don't. Oh, oh, you know because you talked to Ace Lake. What, maybe Kessler? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Getz. Getz by far. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. The only reason I say that is because you know he golfs a lot. Yeah, for Mid-30s, sure. Mid-30s, bald. <laughs> he's golfing. De- he's definitely bald. <laughs> and actually, is he balding even more? I think he just shaved it now, right? Like it's pretty much. Okay, because I was gonna say, I feel like the most recent, the most recent interview, I was thinking it's 
guy's this guy's got no hair now. Look, <laughs> I love like Gats. He's he's a little hard on the eyes. Okay. Oh. Oh, but gosh. but when I saw him in the playoffs last year at the end of the playoffs where he was buzzed head and grew out of the beard a little yeah. bit, I was like, now nah, I'd make out with him a little bit now. <laughs> like, so he's got it's different. It's different. He's gotta, I think he's got to he's got to keep the beard. Have full you time. ever have you ever done like a you should do like in the the in the round you know you and all you and all yeah. the other quack chat boys yeah you should just start rating rating the guys who's the cutest duck is that oh, too, is that too racks. is that too dorky no <laughs> I mean maybe the women can do it podcast we on could that. do that that I would be pretty classic maybe we could do that during the calendar that we're gonna shoot i oh, think uh oh yeah, the wives calendar i heard oh that yeah. that's coming out we're all gonna you know i don't know what we'll wear maybe you, just, you wear that cardigan that you're wearing we'll have chewy on your lap and it'll just be like there we go bed bath and beyond anything will be better <laughs> than you know us having to dress up like chance oh man you know so the heel the gila monster or some Whatever. like lizard or like what was that like some sort of um a, like live and iguana or like dude some medieval exist. time they stuff yeah they, ma- they made up some sort it's of species like, it's it's definitely i mean i'm looking at the bobblehead right now it's sitting on our kitchen counter and that thing that thing's twisted it's it's it's, it's, it's pretty creepy it's weird well it's literally it's literally it's dismembered <laughs> It barely made it back. We it's lost one arm, and yeah, it's pretty it's pretty messed up. It's but mangled. But supposedly someone wanted to buy one for twenty dollars. Dude, we because we we rolled deep in Vegas. We had like fifteen guys. Once we got the the bobbleheads, there were probably like four or five of got like Ace Pig, immediately just started selling theirs to other fans for like twenty bucks. So fans were like buying them beer or just giving them twenty bucks cash. So that was w- smart. We should have done that. I, I wouldn't have, have spent twenty bucks on that thing. The thing's a l- thing oh, that thing's ate up. But you know, I was pretty passionate because that was gonna be our kids' uh <laughs> college fund when yeah. I sell it on eBay in a year. Okay, yeah. After well, they we'll win see. the cup, bro. We'll then you see. sell it. You we'll see? see how uh yeah, even we'll try and sell it with one arm. We'll we'll say that it's like collector's edition or mm-hmm. you know, something kind of special because the one arm. Yeah. Or or next year when they change chance to like a one-eyed jack or a joker <laughs> or something yeah and chance is just like a one-year thing because they realize how dumb it is dude yeah we saw this out, we that's saw this true. outside the stadium they just got the vegas just got a WNBA team called the aces and i was like boom like it was that easy man that would have that's like the legit Las Ve- the las vegas aces but okay w- wait remember on your last or two podcasts ago or three podcasts ago you guys had um you were talking about oh, Seattle? the names. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seattle names? Did you did you guys ever find out what it is? I don't think they've announced it yet. Cuz remember we were thinking like or or um BJ was thinking like is it going to be like the seagulls or or not seagulls, <laughs> but what did he say? Something seals. else. Seals. Seattle the seals. Yeah. Seattle something like that. Everything was with an S. I remember that. Yeah. We were pretty we, I think most of them were probably pretty drunk. Um Starbucks, something with Starbucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Tom said it was yeah, Seattle Starbucks. Yeah, that would have been good too. Corporate sponsors, bro. That's where the game's sure. going. That's where it's going. Yo, Keeves, thanks for your pet peeve, yo. Thanks and for having me on. Sorry, we lose. Hope the I have a good radio time. voice, you know. Oh, it sounds it sounds amazing in my headphones. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that I was able to contribute my pet peeve. And if any of the Ducks players ever listen to this, then just you know, step up your OT game. Step it up. You know, I mean, get for Keith's some. Sake. Get some. If you're gonna go into shootout. Then just straight up, just get three. Get, please. You know, know let's just get this, let's get this party started. I love it. All right. Thanks, Keeves. Thanks, guys. Yo, yo. We're, I mean, we're pretty much done.
Do you want to? Do you cool. want to send us? I mean, out? that that was pretty much the happiest pet peeve I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't know. So positive. I know. Do you guys like, be better in OT? That yeah, be because it's funny. Like, my bit's funny. Tomcat's pet peeves because of how chill I am. And TK, you're chill, too. Come on. It's I'm like, pretty chill. You know, we we leave d- the heatedness to others, Pig. you know? Yeah. Pig, Jaybird, at, at when yeah. Perry's warming up. Yep. But um, I think that you need to give a pet peeve. I can give a pet peeve. And do you know which one I'm I'm thinking of right now? No, but tell me. We'll tease it for the next one. It has to do with what we say after a game in the locker room. Oh my god! Interviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I could spend a whole hour on that podcast. So we can leave that next time. Um, but just it, be mindful. Next time we lose, so we play on Saturday. Listen for the post game. <laughs> Listen for the post game, and just listen to what the players say, the coaches say. Listen yes. to what everybody says directly after uh, a loss, and yeah, then we'll read an article, see what you know, quotes are, what er, what all the players are saying, and then and we'll then reconvene. We'll reconvene. Uh, we got a tough schedule coming up. Yeah, we'll talk about that next podcast, maybe. Yeah. So we got we do have a really tough uh, schedule coming up, but we're gonna try to record a little bit more frequently. But um, we could do some quick casts too. Yeah, I think we th- I think we need to start doing some quick casts because we we don't do one for like a month and then we have, you know, two hours of things to talk about. We do, and it's just me and you. I mean, we don't even have uh, Jaybird and BJ's here. Yeah, or the whole squat. Squat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yo, thank you for listening. Hopefully, the audio is better. I'll I'll move the uh, <laughs> uh, bro him in the middle. <laughs> I don't know if you should. I, I actually got to leave it because like if I don't. Take you're just going to bring it down a little yeah, yeah, you're going to bring it down a little bit. But uh, let's just say, because you're going to be listening to this uh, after he does the post-edit, I really wish he just would have kept the bro him full full blast. It would have been so loud. But we would have caused car accidents, and that's not what we're about here. Not, No, we're not. Um, but, yo, check us out on iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud. Um Instagram, Twitter. We're most active on Twitter just because we usually live tweet during the games. We usually respond to everybody. Oh, man, I forgot to give a shout-out to the Twitter, homie. Um, yeah, downvote us on Reddit. Yeah, you can down all, downvote all of us on Reddit. Okay, so this will be really, 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 really quick. Is um, Yo, I got to give a shout-out to um, Cole Palmer at C-E-P-V-I-O, V-I-0. Bro, you got to change that handle, bro. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> but Cole. Palmer, but we love you, dude. Cole Palmer. So you got to follow him again at uh, C E P V I the uh, zero. Um, he always C P V I zero zero. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Cole. He always comes out with these really sick. Um, like if you're really into like data, he'll come out. You know, he you can kind of request what you want to see, and he'll actually like build out a chart, build out like. Uh, whether it's like Corsi numbers, whether it's, uh, you know, like just defensive. He does like some really cool like Cartesian charts. Google it. Okay. Google it. Cartesian chart. Yeah, Google it. Um, but he came out with a, uh, I retweeted it. He came out with a um, <laughs> a chart called the Bargain Bobometer. Oh, I love it. And essentially what it is, it's the dollars we spend per point by every player. So, Whoa. So you can see... So Andre Kasha is at the, the top of the list, who's great because we're, we're paying him 
We're not paying him that much money because he's still uh, a younger dude, right? Entry yep. level guy. Yep. We're paying him less, but he has a he's been going off this season, right? Oh, so he his, sure has his those silky hands. Yeah. So his uh, you know, his dollar per point ratio is very nice. Nice. You get down. We're gonna give Kessler, we're gonna give Kessler a pass just because of what's going on with Kessler. But do you want to take a guess who's dead ass last? Well, he was injured for a while too. That's what know? I'm saying. So we'll give him a pass because he's actually at the bottom. But we'll give yeah. him a pass. Okay. Who's who's the ne- who's the next last? Yeah, he, Tom's not looking at this, so he doesn't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, who's the worst freaking person on our team, bro? Uh, well, uh, Bexa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know why it took you that long, bro. Uh, well. You know, I was thinking. Oh yeah, there's a lot on this list. I was so. thinking about how much we pay Perry, and even if he's the third, yeah, he's right know? above. He's right above Kevin Bieksa. Oh wow, yeah. He's so right that just shows you. He's right above Kevin. Bieksa. That just shows you right so, there. So again, we can have a data conversation later. But this, okay, this points per uh, uh, dollars per points is a really cool chart that uh, you guys should take a look at. Cole Palmer, CEP, VI zero. Yep. Hit, up, hit him up on Twitter. Yep, yep. Six stuff, Cole. If yeah, we we definitely will probably have more data stuff that we'd want you to look at um so we'll we'll shoot you uh some some dms it's going down in the dms maybe quincy cuervo can uh yeah put that on a huge banner i love we'll it bring it to a game i love it i love it um oh itunes soundcloud instagram twitter hit us up um especially if you guys want to hear if you guys have your own pet peeves we've had a couple people reach out which is really rad we'll try to get to those on the next one um but, yo, it's always good talking to you guys. Hopefully this was a little bit better of an episode. Um, and we'll catch you guys next time, yo. Go Ducks. Okay. <laughs>